Well, hello. Good morning. Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday morning. Uh, today we have a special guest at 10 a.m. instead of 9 a.m. We did a uh, beach cleanup this morning, so we had to uh, extend it a little bit. But uh, I want to thank you very much for viewing. We really, really have an exciting guest. Uh, as we were talking off camera, he was even saying, hey, don't ask me a question if I don't uh, uh, that you don't want to hear the answer to because I'm going to be blunt and I'm going to tell you exactly, you know, what I feel. So uh, without further ado, and now by way of Sugarland, Texas, he is the team leader at Nimesh Patel Group at Remax Fine Properties. He's a broker owner at Remax Fine Properties. He's a dad. He is got the best damn ever, Mr. Namash Patel. <laughs> wow. I don't even know what to say after that. How are you, David? Thanks for having me. Good. You know, uh, Namash, uh, we, we met out at, uh, at, at R4 a couple times, and uh, certainly we've uh, been following each other through uh, social media channels That's and cool. such. And, you know, you just bring so much energy and information to um, you know, a lot of the bro fellow broker owners, and it doesn't matter whether it's Remax or, you know, other brands, but it, it's it's just propping up the industry. Tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got in the industry, maybe a little bit of your story. Sure, sure. Uh, no, again, thank you for having me. Um, hopefully I don't bore you guys, but, uh, you know, I got in this industry a while back, about 2002, and I literally got into it by accident. Um, you know, I had a job uh, in the in the IT field. I was out in California, worked at Charles Schwab, you know, came back to Houston because I missed my friends. I miss Texas. There's not something about Texas. It's just, you know, uh, you got the people here. It's crazy. It's really good. So I came back here and then I decided I didn't want to work for anybody else. So I started thinking about different businesses to get into. And in the meantime, while I had this amazing severance package from Charles Schwab, when I got, you know, I, I raised my hand for the first layoffs, you know, when it's like, <laughs> me, 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 me. You know how it is. The first layoff is going to be the best one, right? So they said, who would like to get laid off? I'm like, right here. I'm going to go back and give me my severance, you know? So uh, I took that severance, came back here, hung around a little bit. And, uh, you know, I got my real estate license only because I thought my, to myself, you know what? I'm going to be rich one day. Um, and what, is, what rich people do? They, uh, they uh, invest in real estate. So let me get my license just to do that. Well, lo and behold, I get my license. I'm in my uh, late 20s, early 30s and thinking to myself, um, OK, well, this is kind of easy. And it just happened to be around that time that every single one of my friends was buying a house. So I started selling houses. And as I did that, I'm like, oh, I like this. And so I did very well right off the bat, uh, moved to, you know, I actually started at this actual firm that I'm at, Remax Fine Properties. But then I realized that, uh, you know, not to talk too bad about it, but the brokerage help was not there. You know, not like how you do, how we do these days. Back then it wasn't there. I was so independent. I needed more help. So I went to a different brokerage for uh, bigger splits or way, you know, way bigger splits. But I felt that the environment was going to be conducive of me to be successful. So I did that, did well. And then my brother, who was kind of following my same footsteps, he was out in California doing really well. He comes back to Texas because he misses it. And then he's like, we're looking for businesses. So we started looking at uh, hamburger flipping joints, uh, car washes clubs, uh, bars, <laughs> anything. We just did not want to work with it, work for anybody. And of course, my mom, who's smarter than all of us, decides to say, hey, idiots, Namesh, you're already good at real estate. 
Manesh, why don't you join him? Because you're good on the financial side and on the uh, operation side, and y'all can do something together. So we decided to buy our own Remax franchise. Um, we it, this is this one. So we come back to Remax Line Properties. Buy it was failing. It had about 40 agents, and it was failing really poorly. And it was right at the time of the worst you know recession this country's ever seen. You know, 2009. We buy it, and we're like, okay, now what? Like, well, take <laughs> the swim now, right? So, uh, and that's our quick story. Uh, we've grown it up to, you know, we, we actually have lost some people over the past couple of years, but we grew it all the way up to about 184 agents. So we're the largest Remax in the whole country as far as a single office goes. Um, now we're actually dropped down. Uh, we've gotten a little bit leaner. So we're back down to about 160, I believe we are, right around there. But uh, it's, it's been a fun ride. So that's my quick story right there. You know? It's awesome. You know, it's funny because as you, uh, you know, you go through everyone's story and you look at, you know, you know, the backgrounds of people and, and, and it's funny because, you, you know, everyone said, well, you know, I used to be a teacher, you know, I'm a realtor, but I used to be a teacher or I'm a realtor, but I, I used to, you know, uh, flip burgers or, <laughs> you know, it's never like, hey, I wanted to be in real estate. This is what I what I was born to do and until you get it and then you start to feel it and then you start to understand that you can change people's lives. The impact that you have on not only your agents, but your clients lives are, 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 are is just amazing. Uh, absolutely. I, I agree with you on that 100%. I, I can't, you know, you can't be in this business if you're not truly there to touch people. You know, um, if, if you're doing this as a transactional thing, just for money, I mean, look, Granted, there is money to be had in this business, absolutely. But if that's your own sole motivation or that's your uh, primary reason to get into this, that's not the place for you. Uh, you know, we have, and you and I both sit on this side of the table when we're interviewing uh, potentials or newbies or anything like that that are coming in, and we can see it and read it from them. Because, you know, you're, you're, you've been told, I've been told, everybody's been told, oh, you have the personality for real estate, do it. Well, it's not just the personality for real estate. It's literally you have to care about somebody else way more than you care about yourself. That's the only way that you're going to be successful in this business. You know, it's amazing. And I was thinking about a phone call I had uh, yesterday. I speak to this person probably <clears throat> probably once every two years or whatever. And he, he asked me for some business advice or whatever. And we're friends. We just, you know, we, we don't talk that often or what have you. And, and he's um, um, pretty high up at, uh, at uh, JP Morgan. And... Um, and he, and he says to me, he says, you know, I wish, and I guess this is a, maybe some advice to realtors and understand how, you know, how you make an impact on people's lives. So he says, you know, I wish I had someone like you up in where he is. He's in Maryland and he, he's buying a, um, something, you know, up another second home or whatever. And, um, and, he, and he's like, I wish I had someone like that. And I said, what does that mean? We're like someone like me. He's like, well, you know, you would be honest with me. You would, you know, you wouldn't sugarcoat things. You wouldn't tell me, you know, that, you know, you were, you're not trying to sell me something. You're giving me the information. You're knowledgeable. And if you didn't know the, you know, you didn't know the, uh, the answer, you know, you would find out the answer and get back to me and let me know, you know, and be very responsible. You're always there as, you know, really. And the one word that he mentioned, and, and then I'll, I'll wrap it up into a question, but one word he mentioned that really, really stuck to me was that, you know, you were my advocate, you know, and I, and I think, you know, advocate, you know, what does an advocate mean? But I mean, 
that's a that's a very powerful word i think you know going in this industry and you know and and i hear about you and and and, and the impact that you have not just on agents and bro- you know but brokers you know around the country um because you know you're an advocate to the industry um tell us a little bit about you know maybe some you know i guess we'll, we'll kind of go into this you know, what are some skill sets or things that you look for in an agent? How can they step up their game? Because not every agent is stepping their game up um, when they need to, especially now. No, uh, I, I love that story that you just told, uh, being an advocate. I think, uh, you know, the problem with uh, a lot of our industry, and, and I don't know how your market is, but I'll tell you right now, uh, the Houston Association of Realtors, we have over 40,000 members here. 40 thousand realtors okay so you can imagine how many of them are just looking for that magic pill and how many people come to people like us and say hey i see that you're successful or that other people around you are successful your people are successful give us the magic pill there's no magic pill it's hard work it's dedication there's a lot you know all the all the good stuff right there right but uh you know some of the things that i look for in an agent is uh and, and it's interesting um when i'm doing interviews if somebody's been in the um the restaurant industry or the bar industry, I love them. I love them right off the bat. And we I'm the made, same way. Yeah, we made so many of them very or they've made themselves very successful with us with the environment that we're in. But basically the point of that is is that they can multitask and still take care of people. Ultimately, you have to want you have to be that advocate, like you said and want to take care of somebody else before you take care of yourself and your needs. And uh, going back to your story about your friend asking you to be an um, advocate, I'll tell you right now, one of my big, I used to always say I'm the worst salesperson ever. So when people tell us that I'm a salesperson, I mean, I'm a realtor, I'm a salesperson, I hate it. I absolutely hate it until somebody brought up a point that said, well, that's your sales game, being an advocate, being that nice guy. And uh, going back to your, your story, one of the number one things I did back in our day, which was when they gave out loans to everyone back in 2003, four, five, six, right? And loans were giving, you know, anybody can get, get a house. You come out of college, you're making forty-five, fifty-five $55,000 a year, and you're qualified for a $600,000 house. I'm like, wait, what? You know? So, uh, so my biggest thing at that time was I talked more people out of buying a house than actually selling them a home. And that's what made me trustworthy, right? And so going back to this question on what are some of the skill sets that I look for, I look for that. I I know it's hard to put that on a resume, to read that on a resume, but ultimately you're looking for somebody that cares about the other person. You know, you you can definitely be passionate about real estate. You can be passionate about what you do, but ultimately you have to be in the mindset of helping other people before you help yourself. And that's the number one skill set I look for. You can teach contracts, you can teach technology, you can teach, um, you know, techniques on, you know, whether it's door knocking, open houses, you can teach all of that, but you can't teach compassion and uh, and understanding and really un- and uh, getting to know the other person. Yeah, no, great. So, I mean, you guys have uh, 40,000 realtors. I think we have like 33 or 34,000. So we're, we're pretty much, you know, very comparable in, in as far as size goes. And one of the things uh, that the Houston Realtors, you know, uh, came out and, and made um, some headlines, uh, especially with the way society um, uh, seems to have gone, is, um, you know, the change, you know, from master bedroom to primary bedroom. Correct. Um, you know, are you involved in the association at all? Or uh, 
I'm not, I'm not that involved. I have a lot of my good friends that are involved. In fact, I'm actually doing a video after this uh, for one of my uh, very good other Remax broker owner friends. She's actually running for the board, uh, for board membership, and I'm doing a video with her to get her out there. I haven't been that involved. Um, basically, I think that if I went in there, I would probably uh, upset everybody because, like I said before, I'm very straightforward. And I think sometimes that's too much, um, but that's not the only excuse. I just feel like uh, I, I think uh, I know what I'm good at. I know what I know uh, what I want to concentrate on, and it's my people here. And I think if I spread myself too thin, I wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be a great broker owner here or a good broker owner here. Um, but uh, being involved in that, and even in HAR, a lot of people were not involved. To be honest with you, it just suddenly they just released it. We're like, whoa. When did that happen? How did that happen? You know? um, can you get some opinions? And, and so, and not just that, you know, there's more to it. There's uh, more coming down the line from all the articles I've been reading and some of the friends that I've been talking to that are on the board and all of that. So it's a very, very interesting times we live in. I know people hate saying things like unprecedented times and interesting times and all of that, but it truly is. And, uh, you know, I kind of go with the flow a little bit. Uh, I try to lead when I can. And um, ultimately, the main thing is understanding where we are, you know, understanding why something is happening, because then I can go back to my realtors and explain why things are happening. So, yeah, I mean, you, ha you have to listen, obviously, you know, and, you know, um, you know, although personal opinions, you know, don't really matter necessarily. You know, I, I feel like sometimes, you know, we do overreact to certain things, to, um, you know, to societal issues and so societal problems you know, that tends to put us in, you know, sometimes an even worse predicament than we were uh, prior to. But, you know, um, it's interesting to see how many, you know, how the terms are going to be changed and how real estate is going to continue to change. Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, I mean, I am heavily involved in the board. Okay. Um, I, you know, I just, you know, I, I feel like I want a voice and I feel like, you know, I want to bring back some of the information um, to my agents and let me help the board, you know, change and evolve. And, you know, sometimes you have, you know, the old hats that sit there for, you know, a, a big, you know, huge period of time. And, you know, I want to be able to have a voice and have, you know, good discussion. So um, if you haven't been involved, I, you know, and I, again, um, you know, who am I to say, but, um, it's been very, very uh, fruitful for me, both rewarding and helping the industry, but helping my agents um, as well. So, and I um, love David. I love it because uh, I, again, like I said, I think that you do have to know your capacity and, um, and and what you're good at and what you can help in. And you're right, absolutely right. With our whole industry and the and the certain places that we get to, that you're at, that I'm at, you know, we, I think we do have a bigger voice. I think we do have a more helping hand. Um, and so with my friend, uh, she's another Remax owner. Her name is Jamila. Um, she's running and uh, I, I'm kind of living through her a little bit, you know, going through that. But uh, I, I bet you once she gets elected, she's going to make me get on there, too. Um, yeah, you're going to get on a couple committees and then you'll be sucked in just like me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, you're right. And I, I, I think your your agents, you know, I applaud you for that. Your agents should be very happy because. One, you, you get to bring them the information as soon as possible. Two, you're in the trenches with your agents so that when you do take that back to your committees, then at least you're, you know, you're not, you know, like you said, the old hats, you know, the old hats that are just sitting there not doing anything. You're in the trenches with your people. So that makes a lot more sense, you know? Yeah. The, the funny thing is, is I really originally thought that the association 
was made up with a bunch of people that don't produce, you know, that had nothing better to do than to just, right. you know, feel important. Um, and at least with our association, it's been, I mean, there are people that, you know, that um, produce significantly more than I do. And um, yeah, it was, um, it was interesting to see because, you know, most of the people that were in leadership positions are, are very, um, are very busy with their uh, original business. But yeah, and this wasn't a, a uh, soapbox association moment, but uh, <laughs> um, you know, because one thing that you, know, you were talking about me going around the country, um, I'll tell you this, the more I share, the more I learn, the more I talk to people like you talk to, you know, we're in so many different groups together, you and I are, and uh, we're, we're getting so many other people to share with us. And that's how we all learn. None of us know it all. Nobody does. Um, but I think, you know, when you see different perspectives, um, you become more informed on what the issues are or what uh, what we can do to help other other uh, agents and our agents ultimately. So uh, I, I love hearing that perspective. So. Absolutely. So what, um, you know, we, we talk about technology and obviously and what, you know, what we bring um, as far as technology. What technology are you using that um, that maybe you can't live without? <laughs> well, well, the ultimate one is obviously still the iPhone, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, interestingly enough, I think um, the biggest thing that I'm using now more than ever is video. Um, and I'm getting all of my agents to do video more and more and more. I think there's a genuineness to it. I think people can see your face. I think they can see right through any kind of sales pitches. Um, and it's not a, it's not a profound technology that I'm talking about guys. You know, uh, I, I know there's so many companies that will sell you everything. I mean, we used to joke around when we, when, when you're a realtor and you get your license, you know, across your forehead stamped, uh, you know, sucker, because you're going to sit there and try to buy anything and everything that comes out. There's no point in it, you know? Uh, yeah, you can talk about all kinds of CRMs. You can talk about all kinds of little apps and things like that, but ultimately you still have to be you. And what's the best technology that's gonna be you? What's gonna, what's gonna enhance your, um, your commitment, your compassion, your knowledge? And I think video is the only way to go. We've been doing it for years and years, and I think now more than ever, it's more apparent and more, uh, um, I guess, uh, out, out there. And so I'm seeing it within my own firm too. The ones that are doing videos everywhere, they're the ones that are really killing it. I'm, I'm looking at numbers from last year to this year because you know how you and I do. We're checking that every week, right? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and year over year and comparing and people are actually ahead of last year's pace through the COVID system, through our shutdowns. Um, they're ahead of it. Why? Because of video. So, you know, from video, once you get comfortable with that, then you can start doing the other technologies like the virtual open houses, right? Um, you know, the, the tours, things like that. So I think um, we don't want to get too carried away with all the different technologies that are out there. I think, uh, you know, there's a, an analysis by uh, or there's a paralysis by analysis when you're analyzing every single type of technology then you just sit there and you're not doing anything. It's the person that wants to read every book before they do their first contract. That's not gonna happen. Um, just get yourself and do a video. I mean, the little bits and pieces of how we're showing all of our agents. I have agents that are 70, 75 years old. They're doing videos now and they feel so comfortable doing it once I show them a couple of little tips and techniques on how to do it, you know? You know, I mean, quite honestly, I mean, it takes about what, I don't know, 100, 200 videos to start to feel comfortable. I mean, you know, it, it, it takes a, a long time, but, you know, every time, every day that you don't do video, 
you know, it's another 100 days, another 200 days or whatever, you know, it may be. Um, David, let me tell you, I'm not I'm not good at video. I'm not good at it myself. But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Um, what's his name? Uh, Nick Bailey, our, our you know, our, uh, our our leader. He said something one day to me that hit me so hard. I mean, slapped me in the face, basically, and said, so you don't want to do video. Why? Because you don't like the way you sound because you don't like the way you look. Well, let me tell you a little secret here, guys. In real life, that's how you look and that's how you sound. So, I almost didn't recognize you on uh, on camera because you know I usually look for the uh, the haircut, the mohawk. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> but it's funny, uh, and that's that's some advice I want to give everybody that's listening right now: is that people have already seen how you look, people have already seen how you uh, heard how you sound. So there's nothing with it. You know, when you sit there and you look at a video all day long and say, okay, I got to redo this, redo this, redo this. Why? Start just sending them out raw as possible. And uh, one of my techniques that I use with uh, some of my agents here recently was we did a little challenge for our firm to talk about somebody else in the firm. Okay. So we don't have to go out there and talk about a builder, talk about real estate, talk about what's going on. Literally, Find somebody in our office that has inspired you and don't include my, my staff or my brother and myself and just find another agent that's inspired you or that you feel like they're doing something good and just talk about them. And, oh, I love that. And that was it. And so our guys posted videos and literally they were just taking really quick selfie videos of just talking about another agent in the firm. And we had a little contest for it. We had so many people you know, winning different prizes. And once they got used to that, it was so amazing how many more videos they started doing after that. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it is amazing. I mean, uh, obviously I have, you know, Jesse and, and, uh, and Michael Thorne and, um, and Sue Pinky Benson and, and all these people that have kind of, you know, really paved the way to, you know, kind of give you that extra push into video and such. And, you know, that's why we've been, that's what inspired the show, you know, essentially was, uh, was, um, you know, their video bootcamp, the video summit and stuff. So, um, I, I love it. And I'll tell you, this show is great. Um, I've been watching you, you know, when we were in our uh, mastermind group, you were talking about this and I was just like, okay, I've got to copy that. I have to copy that some way, somehow. I still don't have it yet. I mean, and, and again, I, I'm not even taking my own advice. I'm still trying to perfect, you know, this, I'm like, okay, well, hold on. What if I sound like this or look like this? And here you are. You've been doing it for months and months and months, you know? So. Yeah. yeah, I think we're on, um, what are we at? Over two or three years? I don't remember. <laughs> it's been, yeah. I think it's been, it might have been three years. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I just found out about it in our mastermind group when we were on. And uh, honestly, like I said, that was like, that's that's the trick right there. Do that. And um, honestly, I, I just have to do it. I'm, I'm trying to do what my agents, I'm giving excuses that my agents are giving me, which is, well, how am I going to sound? How am I going to have content? I'm going to do this. And uh, you know it, Adam Contest has told us all the time within our own brokerage or within our own uh, group and all that, copy each other, you know, give homage. Absolutely. Copy it's it's the best form of flattery. I mean, I can't tell you, I mean, uh, Michael Coburn, I, I, uh, I totally stole his idea with the 4th of July picture, you know, yeah. I mean, that's what that's what we do. And, and it, again, it doesn't mean just Remax. It means, you know, whether it's KW, Century 21, Coal Banker, Compass, you know, all these other different companies, you know, 
we're all in this together and we need to help each other, you know, regardless of what brand you're in and, you know, and collaborate because you know what, we're all going to sell each other's listings. We're all going to, you know, through the associations parties and, 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 and help prop up the industry. So um, yeah, that that was the whole reason for this show was to really kind of, you know, kind of bring us a little bit more together and, and, and meet people that maybe I wouldn't have an opportunity to meet prior to it's you know kind of a segue and to perpetuate that uh professionalism and collaboration within the industry no and i love what you just said we're all going to be working with each other so something you know recently that i did and you know you can take this however you want to take this or you know apply it to however you want to but uh i had a couple of third-party people title companies basically for us we use title companies down here and um they uh they I had them do a video, so it's not coming from me. It's not coming from anyone else. A Zoom calls or live calls, just like this. Um, and uh, we had the brokers of all the firms in my area together. So we would have three or four or five different brokers on every week together, collaborating together, talking about what's going on with the industry, talking about what's going on with our uh, our government, our shutdowns, how we're getting through this. And once we saw that message, real estate world saw the message coming from all of us together. It didn't matter what brand we were with or what company we were with. Um, that made it a lot easier. So I think uh, I think ultimately, instead of having an adversarial uh, relationship with uh, with the, your uh, you know enemy down the street, I'd rather uh, so let's chat about it. And you know, look, you're gonna I know you're gonna try to take my agents. I'm gonna try to take your agents, but ultimately, let's try to get the real estate profession better. You know? Yeah, I, I love it. No, agreed. So what? Um, what other, uh, I mean, you have a great culture in, in your office. People talk about it and rave about it all the time. You know, but tell us a little bit about how you ingrain that culture in that, um, in your brokerage. Oh, wow. I don't know how to answer this one. This is the question that I get asked more than any other question. I still don't know how to answer this question, um, except that I'll say this. Um, my mom and dad are still part of our firm. You know, uh, my, my brother and I, you know, Manesh and I are the owners. My uh, mom and dad, my mom and I actually got our licenses together. So we did real estate together, you know, for a while. Um, and then uh, my dad, he's our accountant. So still to this day, still ask me why I spent $200 at a bar, you know? <laughs> uh, so as far as how they instilled all of this in me, um, and my brother, I think that's where it came from. It really just came from a family, family atmosphere. And as, as much as I like to tell everybody we're the largest Remax, you know, single office out there, um, I really like to tell everybody that we're one small, big family, you know? And so we keep it familial as possible. My brother and I are available at all times. Uh, I mean, I get texts at 1130 on a Friday night and, you know, I'll walk out from wherever I am and talk to them. Um, and then we just kept bringing in people together more and more and more. It wasn't just about education. Yes, we want to provide education. We want to provide things. But it was also about getting together, um, helping each other. And of course, you know, just as well as I do, the, the burden that you and I have to carry when somebody comes to us and say, hey, they're having issues at home with you know, somebody, a family member being sick or something happening, right? Um, we carry those burdens until we're allowed to put that out there. Once we do, then we just get our whole firm together to come in, come together and help them out. So, you know, I think uh, the main thing is we've just been trying to get everybody together as much as possible. It could be simple things when it comes to awards. Come, uh, we do happy hours all of the time. You know, not right now we don't. And that's kind of where I'm missing it a little bit. But uh, we do Zoom happy hours. 
point is just getting people together to get to know them, you know, get, get, get them to all know each other more and more and more, even with our closed Facebook group. So our culture, I know uh, every broker uh, with, with whatever firm you're with, every broker talks about culture. The one thing that I'm very proud to say is what you just brought up is our culture, I believe, is second to none. Um, everyone out here is it's what we call the cooperative competition. They love competing with each other, but they also like to back each other up. Um, I think that's what we've instilled. And I think as our agents that have been here for a longer period of time, as you see the top producers still doing that to the younger, younger or newer producers, um, they get that instilled upon them as well. Love it. So I always uh, ask the last couple of questions. What do we not know about uh, Nimesh that you care to share? Ooh, let's see. What do you not know about Nimesh? I think if you're on my Facebook group, you probably know this, but uh, the audience here probably doesn't. I live, breathe, and eat. And just everything, my schedule all revolves around my two dogs, which I think you might be able to see back there on the on the paintings, you know? Um, I'm a dog person. That's it. Uh, my whole firm knows it. They know uh, Jordan and Jewel. Everything revolves around them. Um, I don't have kids. I don't have, uh, um, those are my kids. Uh, I'm not married, but anything, I, I bought a new house for my dogs just because my dog wanted more space. Uh, I meant to say dog dad when I interviewed, yeah. when I uh, <laughs> introduced you. Definitely the ultimate dog dad. Um, you know, people bring their pets into the office all the time. They bring their dogs into the office all the time. And once that happens, there goes my whole day. Cause now I'm on the ground with the dog playing you know and they come in and they might have uh clients but you'll have hey that's my broker owner he's on the ground right there uh, <laughs> the dog, you know so that's I'll awesome that. well um what's your favorite uh streaming show like netflix show and uh what are you watching now wow so interestingly enough i have been pretty bored with a lot of the things that have come out lately yeah and so one more, I guess the most recent one that I love is Peaky Blinders. Have you seen yeah. that? I, I tried it and it, it was hard to understand first couple episodes and I was like, ah, I'm out. You have to have subtitles. You, ha yeah. you have to have the subtitles on there. Um, so Peaky Blinders, and, and by the way, I'm British uh, actually. Uh, I was born in England, my whole family's out from there. So I got a little bit more uh, to home on that. But the funniest thing is I try to get into a lot of these new streaming shows and I'll watch some here and there, but I still keep going back to, in my opinion, the greatest show of all time. And I've seen it probably, I don't know, 40 times now. And I still keep watching it. And that's what I'm watching last night. That's what I was watching last night, which is the West Wing. I don't know if you've watched the West Wing. I haven't. That I is well-written, wittiest, greatest show ever. So I still keep watching the West uh, Wing. I might uh, check it out. Awesome. Yeah. Namesh, uh, I can't thank you enough for coming on Breakfast with the Broker. Um, I think, uh, you know, in summary, you know, it is all about cultures, propping each other up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're doing this uh, all together and we're bringing uh, out, you know, as far as technology, keep it simple. You know, video is it. Um, be yourself and, uh, and, and always do a, a good job, but don't, uh, don't do paralysis by analysis. So, uh, um, Certainly appreciate it. No, thank you for having me. I, I really appreciate it. It's an honor. I do love what you've been doing. I've been watching you as well. But uh, I guess uh, one last piece of message that I'll give out to the audience right now is have compassion 
guys have understanding for anybody around you. You don't know what they're all going through. Uh, you don't know if uh, somebody has a sick family member. You don't know if they've lost their job. You don't know if their financial situation. So, you know, let's not all not be quick to judge, you know, whether it's a client, whether it's another agent, whether it's another broker. Um, let's all just have a little bit, just sit back for a second and listen and have a little bit of compassion and understanding. And I guarantee it goes a longer, longer way for you and your uh, as a person, but then also in your career to be successful. That's what you're going to be known for. Love it. 2020, the year of empathy. And uh, yeah, I think it's um, it's uh, it's so important to really just sit back and not not don't worry about being heard, you know, worry about being, you know, listened to. So, uh, yeah, I think it's um, or, or listening to. So thanks so much. I appreciate it. Uh, have a great week. Remember breakfast with the broker every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Or sometimes we have special treats at 10 a.m. So uh, thanks so much, guys. All right. Be well. Bye. Bye.